What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast, episode 91. 91? Yeah. Okay. I, of course, am your host, uh, Wade Blog, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. Stop trying to think. No, I was going I'm, 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 <laughs> I was debating if I was going to do Trill Manga. No. So I was like, Get in there. Uh, I'll let it go. You took too long. Okay. The wait for it. We could have been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Wade blogs <laughs> joining me. <laughs> the gang's all here, as always. Sorry, not sorry. Ari is in the building. Always. <laughs> What's up, everybody? And G is here. G. She. So. Uh, first, I want to issue apologies to everybody listening to the last show. There was audio issues, and my fault. I was holding the microphone like I was a rapper. It made my audio sound horrible. You're not but, gonna talk about it though. Yeah, we're not gonna do that again. I just thought there was some bars of death coming out of me. It was some bars of life instead. No, it was horrible. The audio <laughs> was horrible. But so I apologize for everybody. Hope y'all stuck with us. I know that's one of the comments we constantly get about the audio too for the show, but we're working on a resolution to get everything crystal clear for y'all that clarity. So please keep listening and keep fucking with us. We appreciate it. We'll get there. We will get there eventually. But um, without further ado, because I know y'all don't care about our lives and shit. <laughs> you know, like I said, we used to talk about you know what's going on with us in the, in the in the day and then the week. Y'all don't care. Let's just get to the shit, right? Right. So, without further ado, let's get to the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. So, I know we said I could talk about this dude. Uh, we said this. I think we said it a couple times. Well, and also, it's not just exactly. Um, yeah, it's not just him, but yeah, matter of fact, I'm not even gonna talk about him, I'm talking about the other people. <laughs> so, Takashi, Nicki Minaj, and somebody else had a video shoot, <laughs> and a third party, <laughs> a third party, an unnamed <laughs> source, had a video shoot in LA, and a video shoot was shot up. Like, there's TMZ footage of people, like, unloading on the video shoot. It reminds me of the old school. And, hey, I guess I'm an old. Oh, you know, back when people would go to your video shoot and shoot, shoot, shoot your shoot up. I, I missed it. I'm the only person who missed Valentine. Why did you miss it? Oh, boy. Death. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh. Because no, it just, it was, it was, things were more authentic and real then. So, you know, it kind of. Basically, if somebody said they were going to get busy, they really got friends. Exactly. It was, so apparently it's happening again. Yeah. Back in the day, you didn't type it. You didn't type threats. You went to see him at the video shoot. Or the, so for you. Or the next award show. Yeah, I felt very comfortable. I was oh very, very, very much at ease. You see him wearing a sweatsuit today. Very comfortable. Showing up in the wind to see if they're crying a commotion and motherfucking thirsty. Exactly. Like back in the day, what you know, I know I'm I'm fucked up in the head. That's my fucked up. But no arrests have been made. 
uh nobody was shot, nobody was hit. They just shot up to shoot. Um It was weird though. So what? It was weird. It was very weird. It was almost while we were talking about it. Considering Exactly. Considering the people that was involved. Mm-hmm. It felt kind of Stage. What? Yes. Let's let's really analyze this. Think about the three parties involved. All three of them are known for trolling. One of them, actually, is like the troll king. Exactly. So let's have that in part B of <laughs> exactly. Now, understand Takashi has beef with YG, which Takashi has beef with everybody. But, yeah. What I know is that when people want to shoot you, they're going to shoot you. <laughs> they're going to shoot you. They're not going to walk up to a fence <laughs> and aim over the fence. Shoot a bunch of times after they've been standing outside of the fence for a minute or so and see that there's nobody out there. Exactly. Kind of like. Bullets cost too much. Conspiracy theory away. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like. Oh! It was kind of like Takashi told some of his homeboys hey, video stop shooting at 6. Y'all show up at 10. Shoot the video shit up. That way, when it gets to the media, it's gonna the media's gonna say, "Hey, Takashi's sixty nine video was shot up." I look more gangster. So let's tie that into the second part of this. We hear now that he's putting out an album. Exactly. As he's doing, he's low five push up. He says, you know, I'm feeling good, you know, this and the I know I just put out a new album, but, you know, I want to, I want to give y'all something, I want to give the fans something because y'all been real good in case something happens. Uh-huh. And that comment was put out, what, like August? My thing is, hmm. And I, I understand we're, we're a cynical society. We don't believe shit anymore. It gotta happen to me before I believe it. But, but some things just aren't believable. <laughs> but what's the old saying? Looks like a duck. It quacks like a duck. Might be a duck. You put them in three people who are known for trolling. No arrests have been made. The video looks real stupid. It looks like nobody wanted to really shoot anybody. So why do it? It does. It looks really, really dumb. It, it really looks, honestly, it looks like if I was watching the video, I was, if I was police, I'm going to put my investigation discovery hat on. SVU. <laughs> oh, um, stay blood and all that shit. Mm-hmm. All that shit. Super smooth, Wade. <laughs> there you go. SVU, Wade. Here we go. I'm looking at the video. It really looks like they didn't want to hit anybody. They just want to shoot. Bruh. That's been it. Or wall or whatever. If 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 a cat really wanted to get in, all you gotta do is jump it. 
It's two of y'all. Give give one and lower y'all. Pull the other one over. Exactly. <laughs> go shoot up the set for real. Or or you be like Shug did. Just go to the set in the daytime and roll over somebody. Bruh. I mean Shug's in jail now. But you know, that's what he did. <laughs> Shug was, that's my point. And he had a purpose. It's two of y'all. Why y'all show up in two separate cars? That's my point. See, Shug was see, you can tell issues. When Shug had beef with Dre, Shug was like, Listen, I'm coming I'm coming when y'all shooting. I'm not coming at night. I'm coming when y'all shooting. <laughs> <laughs> I got something to say. You like what I'm saying? I'm gonna roll over you, then roll over you again. Now, if y'all bought two cars because you knew it was a gimp and you wouldn't be able to get in, and decided to crash one of the cars through the gate and escape in the other car, then I can understand that. It's too much wrong with this. <laughs> too much, it looks too much like a setup, a conspiracy. So I don't believe it. We don't believe you. You need more people. Exactly. Oh. Nobody was on the set. Nobody. Mm. It just feels like, like, yeah, nobody's going to be here right now. So y'all go ahead and show up. If I really want Absolutely nobody to study. You know how many people are on a video set? Y'all look convinced. I'm convinced. I'm thirsty. You know how many fans would have been there? Those three people. Somebody would have found out. Like, two fans know when to do it now. They would have found a way to do that. They can, if, if fans can get in your hotel room hours before your show is out, they can find out what the video shoot is. Exactly. And then the way Takashi is carrying it afterwards, and I understand this is his mo. This is who he is. The entire time in the limelight, posting videos of him dancing with, just like acting like nothing happened. To me, he has security now. His security is like the X Men. He's walking. <laughs> He's walking around with like ten security guards, mm-hmm. like the offensive line for some football team. And he, he has a video where he has them circling him and he's dancing in the middle of the circle. And can't nobody touch me. And the security guards. Like, come on, fam. This is this is trolling. Why doesn't somebody get a sniper rifle? I ain't, I'm not saying that. No, stop giving that deal. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that. But hmm. I'm just saying. When, when you want Look, to be touched, when somebody wants to be touched, you can get touched. I'm about to say, Fox made the minutes. You can be touched. I don't care who you are. Exactly. <laughs> You can't you. There's nothing you can do. So yeah, it's, that's it's, a deep trolling thing, though. But they, this is what he does. You know what I'm saying? Like, and with him, you had to. To me, it's like I feel like he's saying, "Okay, what can I do to top last time?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So what? 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 Pretty soon, gonna be like somebody has to, somebody gonna have to shoot him. Remember, he got robbed and kidnapped before. Yep. Remember, we reported that. Nothing came from that. And now somebody shot this video shoot up. Nothing's going to happen. Come on, man. Will we once? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> Come on, man. We've seen this movie before. And then he announced, of course, his album's coming out November 23rd. Mm. I don't really care. But, hey, I know some of y'all listen to Takashi, so I have the album. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, it's not streaming. This is just <laughs> definitely not streaming with you. It's definitely not streaming. Now, I will say the persona that he puts on as far as the humanitarian uh, side, mm-hmm. like helping out, I respect that. Oh, listen, don't get me wrong. I like some of the stuff shit he does. Yeah. I love this. I love all this shit he does. His music is not for me. It's trolling no, it's not for me. <laughs> like, if Takashi, if I never heard from Takashi in, in like Instagram or social media, I'd probably listen to his music. But this trolling shit he does, nah. I'm not with that. Like, you gotta understand who I am. This is bars of death wave. I wanna hear shoot him in the head, shoot him in the face, and shoot him in the mouth, and shoot him again. I wanna hear that. I like that. It makes you feel good. Ugh, I like that. What I don't want to hear is you trolling on Instagram. I don't care about that. I don't want. I don't want to know more about your Instagrams. I know what you. That's just me. I want to hear Blicky with the sticky. <laughs> Yo, that's like that's really one of his bars. I'm Blicky with the sticky. Yeah, sticky with the whatever. That's something he says. I like. You would think that music is geared towards me. I like stuff like. That. But because of the theatrics that go on without music, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, talk about this new generation. Travis Scott, who dropped Astro World earlier this year, which is, I guess, up for album of the year conversation. It was a cool. Nah. It was a cool album to me. It was cool. It wasn't like it's a cool album. Great. You know, I'm not gonna put that in yeah. the conversation. You know, it's part of the album. What's really funny about that? And this is totally sad about it. Uh, when the album came out, everyone was saying, "Oh, this is the greatest album of the year." Two, three weeks later, nobody's even talking about the album. Nope. Honestly, nobody's saying shit about the album. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that tells you the impact of certain music. You know what I'm saying something like people still talk about J Rock album. J Rock album came out like in March. Exactly. That's what I'm about to say. We about to have a conversation about album of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We about to we about to talk Nipsey and we about to talk um, J Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. And spoiler, and spoiler alert: J Rock is in my top five album of the year. I'm telling y'all. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know what I'm talking about. Cause I've said it constantly. <laughs> well, we literally had this conversation last night when we were talking about exactly. And those were my three picks, but. For the albums of the year. Yeah, so. Y'all wait till the end of the year to get our year in review for the album of the year. Like we did last year. But anyway, Travis Scott, I thought, it was, I thought it was fly. He opened up his show with a carnival. He had a Ferris wheel, had a, a ride. It was pretty on the stage. Fireball. Yeah, yeah, so pretty. But it wasn't even as fast as a fireball. It was like as fast as like a. A slow zombie walking hamster. But I mean, he yeah, he's performing too. He can't. Well, but he bro, it was like slow. <laughs> it was like a Ferris wheel. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was like. A it's Ferris wheel yeah. on stage, but with straps on your chest. Hey, Amen. I thought it was creative. 
I mean, it was. It just wasn't a roller coaster. It was a Ferris wheel. I thought it was with something, a chair. I thought it was something that I would never something like you know. I would never think in all my imagination if I had a show would it be dope background. Oh, let's get a roller coaster ride. You know what I'm saying? I get the whole astral world, that whole thing, but shit, isn't that like some legal shit going on? Like it was yeah. put together with rubber bands. But I can tell you that. That's the shit that I'm like. Like, if I came to come see you conquer, I don't want to just rap along with you to the words of the song. Like, I could do that listening to the CD in the car. Right. Like, I want to show. It's <laughs> the entertainment. See, I'm from the era. I'm from the era where that's what rappers did. You know, a rapper, yeah. a rapper will get on stage and either have his just his DJ or him and a, a hundred other motherfuckers on stage, and he just rap. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't until I want to say Jay's American Gangster where I started noticing background and visuals, like like what Jay put into American Gangster. I remember at the time they were like VH1 specials about it. Really, it was a real big production. No, I'm, just, I'm talking about for me personally. That's when I, that's when oh, I started okay. noticing like backgrounds. Before then, no, I'm about to like, say, Red and Nothing swinging from the ceiling for a minute. Who? Red and Nothing. Oh, that's right. They were, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's they were doing that on the backstage store. I remember. That's true. The backstage. That's a story I should tell. I'm not going to tell that story right now. I, have, I do have a backstage short story. But okay. I'm not going to tell it now. Cause it's not, it's not that good. It's just a, you know, sometimes you remember there shit you like, go. oh yeah, I remember that. Not that good. But I'm just saying for me, with American Gangsters for the first time, what I, what I noticed, people spending money on back, like legit money. Like if you remember, and I don't know, Uncut Nation, if you, if you're old enough to remember this, I don't know y'all ages, our demographic, you know, it's kind of everywhere, but I'm just, no, I'm not saying old, like old. You're saying like cognitive. It's like you don't remember American Gangster, and you're not you're not young. You know what I'm saying? You're not super young. You're not like twelve. Yeah, thank you. You know thank what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, and American Gangster came out during your lifetime, so it's not like yeah. Just saying you're not cognitive of that. It's not enough. Not old enough for me to watch it. That's double on the time. Don't ask me how. Uh, <laughs> If you Uncle Nation, if you have the time, go back and look up VH1's American Gangster or American Gangster Unplugged. Just the the level of production that Hove put into those shows and it's outstanding. And it that that for me was like the predecessor to a lot of these shows now because then you see what Kanye was doing with the um the Glow in the Dark tour and all these other things and, and look Drake even his last show when he had the full basketball court he brought people out like every night it's just getting bigger and bigger to Travis Scott having a, a fucking amusement park next thing you know somebody be performing on space or some shit getting bigger and bigger I don't know what somebody can do to top this We might find out with Offset, you know, Offset, now it's his album's coming out, The Last of the Migos, that's it. They've all released the album now, so his solo album's coming out. 
And then with that, Deek also announced his album's coming out this month. And as I was writing this rundown, one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life came out. I'm exaggerating, of course, but hey. Nas' new album's coming out <laughs> November 15th. Yep. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, Uncut Nation, if y'all haven't understood this by now, there's two artists. I, there's two artists. Two artists that are everything to me. Y'all know what college I went to. I tell y'all that. Y'all know my religion. I'm gonna tell y'all that. But on the other side of that coin, that's Sear Jones. <laughs> Nas Escobar is the greatest living musician to me. I'm a Nas stan. Listen, I love Nas. Like we were listening to Nas in the car on the way here. My Which God. is so funny because they didn't like <laughs> Exactly. It's, it's so it's crazy. They beefed each other. But I'm a huge Nas fan from day one. Like, me and Pac, I didn't get into Pac until Strictly For My Niggas, which was his second album. Like, I've been a Nas fan since Illmatic, like, day one. Well, live at barbecue. But still, I've been with Nas forever. Huge Nas fan. Shout out to Esco. So, for an announcement of a new album, hopefully a real album from Nas, not the bullshit. I feel like this is the album he's been talking about forever. Yeah. This is the Khaled. The one that Khaled said. Yeah, this, this is that. This is that. I kind of wish he would have led up to it more. Then the album come out Friday, essentially. November 15th. It's like, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, can I get a lead single or something? Nah, we just, nah, we just I, mean, I mean, you know the way the, the, the uh, program is set up now. Don't nobody really do the single. Don't nobody really do yeah. uh, 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 like the press runs. And all, all of that happens after the album's out now. They don't do it. They don't put it out. But there's something about the anticipation of a major artist. Like, like, there's something about I can't wait to hear do not. That's why I like the way he's doing it. Like he gave he gave it like a week. Yeah. And it's like he put out like a trailer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, but I also and that's it. I think he done that and it's not as rampant as it was once was. But you know, bootlegging has always hurt Nas's Nas is probably one of the most bootleg artists of all time. I mean, they don't call it bootlegging anymore, but it's still bootlegging. Um, so, if you say about album come out Friday, it kind of give don't give the bootleggers a chance to bootleg it. You know what I mean? Well, you can't. Oh, yeah, I know. That's a lot of artists stop announcing it. Yeah. Like, when they're dropping, they just drop an album. Yeah. Hopefully this will help his first week sales because nobody can really prepare for it. So I want, you know what I'm saying? You want your heroes to do well. You want your idols to do well. So I want Nas to have like the album of the year. I want that. Like I'm, I'm one of the few people that liked the, the Kanye album. I really didn't like it, but I liked it. I like Nas. Are you talking about the, um, the Nas Kanye tonight? Yeah. 
I want to pick it. Wasn't bad. It was this unorthodox Nas. Like you weren't used to hearing him that way. Yeah, but then you hear Nas on that Swiss. Mm. No, Nas on a Primo. Of course, nobody gets better than Nas and Primo. Forget about it. Or Nas and Dre. Mm. Yeah. And he was one of the first to, one of the first East Coast kids to go to the West Coast for that. You mean Nas and Nas and Primo or Nas and Dre? All good with that. Or Nas and Salam and Remy. Salami. Salam Remy. <laughs> Forgive me, I didn't say that. My fault, Salam. Uh, <laughs> right, they gonna kill me for that one. Um, Nas and Salam Remy, I'm good with that. Yeah. Give me a Nas and AZ track one more time. I'm still, yes, please. I'm still waiting for that. Please, an authentic one. I'm a I'm an unmitigated Nas stand. I have no punction about it. I'm a Nas stand. So I'm waiting. I will have that album Thursday. We might even do a separate show just for the Nas album. Because I'm such a Nas fan. Nah, we'll do that Pac come out with album. That's, there, hold on, there is a new Pac. Exactly. We might have a separate show just for Pac. We'll see. Um, and like I said, I've been a Nas fan since Illmatic. And I was thinking about that. And this week, a lot of albums, um, 25th anniversary came out. It made me think about what I was doing at the time. Um, Try Call Quest first album, Midnight Marauders came out 25 years ago. E40, his first album, Federal, came out 25 years ago. And of course, Wu Tang's first album came out 25 years ago. Now, Uncanation, there's a Wu Tang documentary on YouTube right now. Things for Children. Like 15 minutes long. It's a great, great documentary. Check it out. It's free. Save some time. It's a great documentary. Um, now, all right. Once again, young, but you know Wu, right? Of course you know Wu. So, if we, if we can for a moment, Uncanation, indulge us for a moment. When, when, when Wu Tang came out, of course you didn't. You were you weren't thinking about Wu then when Wu Tang first came out twenty five years ago. But when did you first discover the the Wu? <laughs> when did you first discover the Wu? Your parents played Wu. My dad. It's funny because I remember getting Wu-Tang and thinking this is what the East Coast is like. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> remember, I, at that time in my life, I was in Oakland. So, E-40 came out, whatever, whatever. But I remember hearing Wu and it was a different vibe. It was different. But I was like, oh, this is what New York is like. Mm-hmm. In my head, this is what New York is like. Right. And at the time, I only saw, to this day, I've only seen like two videos from that album. Mm-hmm. I, like, I saw Method Man and I think I saw, um, also simple, which I hated that video. Everybody trips with me. I hate that song. I hate also simple. Everybody else. Uh, but I remember thinking vividly, this is what the East Coast is like. This is what New York is like. I'm like, I love this shit. 
I mean, for me, that was that was the first time. That was the first time. Yeah, I was like a baby, and then it just when I just grew up to it. So it was just something that they always had on replay. Like you know how like your your parents always had like a five or six albums in the car. They will always replay over and over. Mm-hmm. So Wu Tang was one of them. So I just that that's how it just it was normal to listen to them. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. I think I think my my kids would say Pac is like that for them. Yeah, they like yeah, Dad always playing Pac. So, G, what about you? What was your first Wu Tang memory? Uh, let's see. I was with my cousin, and we went to his homeboy house. It was sitting down in his room, and. I think it was Ray Kwan's first CD that got played. It was either Ray Kwan or the older Ray Kwan and Bruce Lee's you know. um, And that was like the first time I had like, heard it. Like one of the artists, I mean, I had heard like of them and like, but that was like the first time I ever heard it, one of the albums. And I was like, yeah, this is different. It's, it's, it's so different. I think that's the thing, especially watching the documentary, I think that's the thing that everyone knew when you heard Wu-Tang. This is different. This it's, it's is the, the paradigm shift. Like, you know, sometimes you just hear something like, okay, this is it. I think with Wu, it was, that was one of those moments in time. This is it. Because there was a lot of other music all the time that probably sounded very similar right but with woo that was this is this is and at young at a young age i couldn't grasp why i was different i like the kung fu shit i used to watch kung fu tv and chop my brother brother i used to do all this shit right so this shit was lit to me i was like oh this is rap and kung fu i'm in <laughs> this is lit but i remember distinctively thinking this is what New York is like. This is what the East Coast is like. This is the 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 Carhartt shirts and and the shit. This is what they do. I was wrong for that. Well, not really, because some of them do. But that was my vision. You know what I'm saying? As a kid, that was my. And for them to have 25 years, and just look at the impact of what they've done in hip hop. I like to say NWA was the greatest hip hop group of all time, but. I don't know now. Is Wu the greatest hip hop? Maybe the greatest group of all time. You can argue being the greatest. I don't think it's an, it's an argument saying they're the most influential. Okay, okay. I'm with you on that. Like that. You gotta get that to them hands down. I don't think it's been. And I know some people, of course, I get crucified in the comments because some people will be like, well, what about Run DMC? You know, they broke records, but like that influence that Lewis had for the culture around the world is unmatched. Yeah, I don't think. And like I said, I love the 
I'm a, you know, I'm a hometown guy. I love to say NWA was the greatest rap group of all time. And I often do say that. I think they were the predecessor. The students could never be greater than the teacher. But with with Woo, it's just yeah. it's it's just different. Like NWA for me didn't strike that hard because I was young as well. I wasn't of age. I didn't understand everything they were doing. I just knew it was raw and they from they from where I'm from. So that was cool to me. With Wu, it was like, yo, this shit is different. This shit is totally different from what I'm used to. And and if you look at their legacy from, you know, from that album to Method Man album that came out, then of course Raekwon, the Purple Tape came out, which is synonymous. The Purple Tape itself has a legacy. That's that's greatness. When your legacy creates another legacy, superb. And then all the other solo project projects that came out, um, I think it'd be a hard you'd be hard pressed to say any other group thing. And I love NWA, you know I want to be a home homer, but shit. I I remember. It's one motherfucker. I remember two motherfuckers. Thinking like when they first came out, the imagery like um, I remember. I remember when, when Ghostface used to rhyme with the thing over his face, and I wish he never took that shit off because I thought that shit was the craziest shit ever. And, and I wish he would have rhymed with that that mat ski mask on his shit, the the um stocking cap on his face, the his entire career. I thought that shit was the illest shit ever, like MF Doom. You know what I'm saying? You never knew who was under that face. Thought it was the illest. Uh, but just look at the legacy of them. Like Ghost, I think Ghost and Ray are up for the greatest, one of the greatest two-man groups ever. You know what I'm saying? They're like that EPMD, Dog Pound, Ghost and Ray. Like they're that, like Beth and Red, Ghost and Ray. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Shit, Meth and Red. <laughs> like it's, it's just. Oh, we got to do that poll. The greatest, the greatest two-man group of all time. Yeah, because you got Ghost and Red. Uh, most definitely. Mm. Who else? I'm going to say dog. Well, well, eh, well, uh, yeah, we can. Hey, look, yeah, look, right. Say what you want. Kissing Styles is looked at as a two band group. You're right. You're right. If you're going to say meth, if you're going to say Ghost and Ray, you got to say Kissing Styles. Same, same principle. You're right. Exactly. And I'm, I'm gonna say dog pound because I'm a. Um, who else? Well, can you can you include tribe? You talking about Fife and Tilt? Yeah, Fife and Tilt. Of course. And see, the funny thing about tribe and, and he did this whole anniversary conversation. I didn't get into tribe myself until I started rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a fan, I was like, okay, that's cool. It sounds cool. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I'm naturally inclined to violent things. And <laughs> as fucked up as that sound, try which is a little bit too melodic for me. It's like, I'm not with all these melodies and shit. I was a violent. <laughs> I'm just saying, as, as fucked up as that sound, America, that's how I was. And Wu-Tang was like, protect your fucking neck. I'm here for you. 
I didn't want to leave my wallet in El Segundo. I didn't care about <laughs> Bonita Apple Bomb. I didn't care about that. <laughs> I wanted Wu Tang Clan nothing to fuck with. That's what I was there for. Cash rules everything around me. I was there for that. Just saying. It's a, it's a tremendous, but like the greatest, like great hip hop group. But that depends on opinion. Yeah, it's definitely opinion. Because even I think that Yin Yang Twins. Yin Yang Twins. Hey. You would put Yin Yang Twins in the conversation? I would. Because I, that's what I listened to growing up, though. So that's my opinion. Right. You're right. Like, that's my thing growing up. Right. Right. You're absolutely correct. That is your opinion. But what is this talk about Harry and Whatever. I mean, I'm just saying, hip hop duo. No, you're right. You're right. You're right, though. I mean, and I'm, I'm sure someone down south would say Outcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's really your. Outcast. Yeah, Outcast. People forget Outcast. I mean, you know, people don't forget Outcast, but in this conversation, it's easy to overlook them. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about what, we, what you said Ghost and Ray, Meth and Red, EPMD. Dog pound for me. Uh, who you are, said dog pound. I keep saying dog pound. Uh, who you are, said dog pound. <laughs> like the outcast. I mean, the word is fuck all day. Kiss and style. Look, I mean, so many run DMC. True. So many. But. And like I said, we. Tribe. I mean, we consider tribe a group because of. It was more than two people, but essentially it was two people. Mm-hmm. So, Shit. little brother. Well, technically, they they supposed to be three with nine, but and yeah, but you, you know, big proof, So, well, I just know. Going, keeping the conversation, taking it back a little bit. Like I said, um. I know when Wu came out when I was a kid, I knew it was different. I didn't get into Tribe till later on when I started actually making music. Like I said, making music when I took music seriously. Like E40 for me was just 40. From the back. Same thing. I've never heard heard a full E40 album. What? I've never heard a full E40 album. I respect the fuck out of E40. I've never heard a full album from him. Confessions of you. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to. I'm over here dying. I didn't want My silence, bad. so I said talk. Say something. My bad. No, I was, I was trying to answer something. Same time. Yes, you fucked that right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, there he's like. <laughs> no, I can't. Looking like a little dying over. Basically, essentially. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> I've lost train of thought. Um, fuck it. Let's move. But twenty fifth. Oh, no, E forty. Boom. Yeah, that's sad. That's really sad. I know. I have I have his entire catalog in my phone right now. But once again, that's my hometown, so I'm biased. 
And I accept that. You know what I'm saying? I'm biased. That's fine. I've always admitted my bias. But anyway, like I said, make sure you check out the documentary. It's on YouTube. It's free. Call um Routines for the Children. 25th anniversary. Very, very deep. It's only like I said, 15 minutes. 17 minutes. Seven, 17 minutes. It's a good documentary. If you're a hip hop historian, whatever. Or you just like woo. Check it out. It's really dope. Um speaking of hometown, I guess. Missy was nominated for Songwriters Hall of Fame. Now, it's a beautiful thing. Congratulations to Missy. I know I've said shit about Missy on this podcast before. But hey, it's all love. Um, she's the first woman ever nominated for which is a huge So shout out to Represent VA, you never do, but hey. My only issue, my only issue with any of these people is they just never, they don't rap VA like that's just me. And earlier we're talking about new albums. Um, it was recently announced that Tentacion, Triple X Tentacion, has a new album coming out December 7th. Um, and I guess we expected this. This is what happens, right? Somebody passes away, and yep. the family gets their voice messages together and put together an album. Oh. I just hate, I hate that. <laughs> I do, and I'm not being disrespectful. Okay, a little bit. But I just hate that because I started, <laughs> I started hating it with Pac because like, after like the fourth Pac Dead album, you're like, okay, fam, I heard the song like four times. Like, come on. And I just don't want them to to take his legacy. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, what I'm noticing is Tentacion meant a lot to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really noticing that now. And I know in death or whatever, but I'm noticing that more and more through social media and talking to people, Tentacion meant a lot to them. So don't destroy that man's legacy by releasing songs he would have never released. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or releasing songs that are not done. I just hate that. They did it with pop. They absolutely rate big. Excuse me. They absolutely rate big. I don't care what anybody says. They have like five Biggie albums after he died when it should have just been one. It's like the same album. Like, like what was it? Biggie, um... The, was it Born Again or it was one biggie? Album. Born Again was the only album that should have came out. Well, I didn't even know if it should have came out. <laughs> like, I know Faith had but a- That was the only one that had like really rare content and songs that were probably in the work. Everything else was just like yeah, bullshit. The Biggie Duet album. It's like you're raping that man's legacy. That and the hammer and face like, oh my god, that feels awful. Yeah, man. Some, like that's and that's what turns me off about it. Like and Pac the same way. I, Pac had an album that Eminem produced that was trash. What was the album that Eminem produced that Pac had? I 
I can't even remember the name of it. I just know it had the Crusaders cross on it that he had on his back, yeah. and it was white. And it was like living to the game or something like that. Loyal to the game, that's what it was. Yeah, it was a uh, fucking title. It was such trash. And M produced the whole album, and M, all of M beats sound the exact same, and Pac would never rap with M in the first. So, like, it didn't go together. The thing I did, the only song off of that that I liked was the um the joint that he did with him and Big. Even though they were recycled verses, I just like how it was put together. That's my point about it. Like, even when Big L passed and they did his album, like if you're a fan of that person, you automatically rush to the store because you want to hear new music from that person. But then you get disappointed when you're like, it's the same thing over again. Yeah, most of Pac's albums, like, right after the Machiavelli album came out and he died, and it was like, Team Machiavelli, Machiavelli mixtape yeah. that came out after that. <laughs> yeah, listen, and I, I apologize to every, um, every Shakur, because I know, you know that the Machiavelli, yeah, I had every last Machiavelli bootleg. I'm not, and I might still have them. <laughs> like, I'm not lying. I was not. I was gonna rush the store and get anything that Pac has to do with. I, I still listen to some of these. Well, I have a Japanese album with Pac. That's horrible. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> but it's, well, it's, 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 it's legit a Japanese album. It's like all the writing and everything in Japanese. You can, and it's, it's songs I've never heard in the U.S. Ever. You can still download those albums. You can go and search for those albums. I see them on, on like Instagram and YouTube all the time. You can still listen to those Machiavelli albums. Machiavelli 5, Machiavelli 6, Machiavelli... Yeah. Like, and I think Machiavelli 5 was like the best one because they had most. And anyway, we're not talking about that. Um, back to Tentacion. I just really hope they don't milk this, man, this young man's legacy because he really did mean a lot to a lot of people. And it'd be fucked up for y'all to release songs that he never wanted to release or he had no intention of releasing. It's kind of like they're doing with Prince, too. Because Prince has a new album yeah. coming out. But it's like, maybe they didn't want those songs to come out for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, some things are done a certain way for that time. You go against that person's wishes. Yeah, I was about to say, speaking, of, speaking as an artist myself, you're constantly in the studio, you have an idea, you're recording. It doesn't always come out how you how you how you would like it. So you like I I'm gonna come back to it and finish it later. So that's why a lot of artists have the catalog that they have because you're always in feeling good. But like you said, if I hadn't put it out yet, it was for a reason. It it, it wasn't fully there. Exactly. I know this is the age old conversation that comes with with those songs because we since since Pac has passed, we've had this conversation. You know, and every time a rapper passes we have this conversation. Some of these things are not supposed to be out. Sometimes we just need to miss that person. And I, I completely understand for this generation and I, I see the symmetry. I see people making the comparison all the time about um Tentacion being this generation's Pac and all that. He's not but I understand where y'all coming from. <laughs> Let's be clear about that, young young people. He is not. <laughs> but I get where y'all coming from. 
<laughs> y'all first made it. So y'all are making the comparison to a great loss as well. I get it. Psychologically, I get it. I'm there with you. Uncle Wade is there for you. But no. Snap box. Stop that shit. Right there. <laughs> I had a conversation with my daughter. She was like, "Yeah, you know, Tasha was like, just like Pac. Shut your damn mouth up. <laughs> Shut your full mouth up. He's not like Pac. Ever say this shit again?" But I get it because it's their, it's this generation's first major death. So they're making the automatic jump to another major death. I get it. I see the symmetry. I'm there, but you're wrong. But hey, go support your man. Nothing wrong with it. Oh, and this thing happened on Twitter. Twitter was all a Twitter. What is it? I don't know. What's the word? I don't know. Uh, trending? Okay, yeah. This was twin- trending on Twitter. And I'm cleaning. I was going to clean it up for, for the radio, for the show. Because they, they call it nigga fishing. And I, I call it black fishing. It's sounding more like a little PC. But it's called nigger fishing, where basically it's a bunch of these white models are using makeup to make themselves appear black on Instagram. Get likes and popularity through this. Um, they're basically doing the, Car- the Kardashian trick, but that's another story. <laughs> How do we feel about that, Ari? As as the 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 member of the sister delegation. <laughs> feel about these Caucasianites devils um, Caucasianites trouble to make fun of us and then look like us so mm. it's just they're like a walking catastrophe mm. like I just don't have time to entertain that shit because if you're gonna go through all of that shit and then want to go through blackface and the whole nine. And now, now you want to take it a little bit darker and then want to go with like a makeup or like a tan. And then take pictures like you was born that way. Yeah, one of their. When Insta- you don't even know the struggle. Oh, no. One of the, the white girls' Instagram was like Melanated Goddess or something like that. that was yeah, her Instagram. Yeah, like, ooh. You really that does piss me off a little bit. So to play devil's advocate, you, you don't believe imitation is the biggest form of flattery? I don't believe in what? Imitation is the biggest form of flattery. No. <laughs> imitation is the best way to get your teeth knocked. <laughs> there we go. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. In the words of Vince Staples, shout out to Vince. <clears throat> He explains what, what nigga fishing is. And I quote Nigga fishing is Caucasian posing as black If we catch you in the street, nigga fishing, jump you, take your social. Because <laughs> nine times out of ten, you got Mm hmm. So nigga fishing is a thing. So now you know what people are going to ask for, which, which made more sense now. Because we're never going to stop. 
meeting people on social media that, that's out that's never going to stop you know what i'm saying what's going to happen people going to want to do more video chatting and such which is i'm about to say that i'm slicing on tinder right now <laughs> I cannot. I can. <laughs> Look, listen. 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 I can't even. <laughs> I'm going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that later on. Uh, <laughs> hey, Tinder be popping. No, no. You know what? It's not Tinder that's popping. Another joint is popping. I'm not going to tell y'all on the show because they ain't paid me any money to advertise for them. But it's another joint that's popping. Chris Brown pop. Yeah, uh, we we don't talk we don't talk about mine. Yeah, we don't talk. I'm sure, I'm sure. Swipe on it. Swipe. You see what single men go through? You see? Horrible. Yeah, but hey, if I catch a chick nigga fishing, I may have to drop kick her. Yeah. You know the crazy part was? What's that? This motherfucker <laughs> look legit almost. All of them look legit until you see their Caucasian version. Right, and it's like when I'm like, if I, I swear I've seen pictures of her, I'm like, yo, that's a bad one. But and to see the white, I don't know, it's just not like I wouldn't have looked like her. <laughs> yo, a lot of them are like that, like. There's an Instagram, I can't remember the name of the Instagram. I'm sorry, Instagram and a Twitter that's posting the pictures and everything of the 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 black version and then the white version of the person. And a lot I would never I look at these pictures like I would never guess it. I would never guess it. Well some of them I would. I'm like, okay, yeah, she loves a white person. But some of these like I have I do. Oh, the Twitter is called the Twitter is um Wano's World. So follow Wano's World on Twitter and Instagram. Post. Um, my <laughs> fault. No, um. That's dead now too. I don't never slide a DM. It's kind of dead to me. Kind of. Don't do that. Rapper slide my DM. Try to get me to play that music or be here on my show. Try to <laughs> core ball and try to IM everybody from the show and try to be on the show. <laughs> I ain't saying that. <laughs> Oh. I ain't said that. Um, <laughs> 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 I ain't saying that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, with with that being said, let's get into um. He's <laughs> clowning. Oh, gee, what's streaming this week? Just <laughs> 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 
shit. Alright. Let's see, we got uh, Lil Dirt, Shine to the Streets, part three. Uh, Ziggy, it was a hot summer. Lucky Day I. Young Dane, HBK. Uh, Jordan Hollywood, finally. Soprano Fiend. Too Short. The Pimp Tate. Nice Moon to present. Jamla and Squad 2. I'm going to give Steve Bridley a, sh- a shot. Like, everybody always talking about him. I ain't really heard nothing from him that was amazing, but he got a uh, project called Still My Moment, so I'm going to let this stream with me. Okay. True Life, Walking on Water. The Underachievers, After the Rain. Jonas Blue. Blue. Ezekiel, Our Father. Bone Fortune. Beautiful Pimp Part 3. Uh, Smino Noah. And just because I love his, his antics. Riff Raff, Tangerine Tiger. Riff Raff, good God. <laughs> Bro, Riff Raff is funny to me. <laughs> Roof Raff. Raff is fun. But he had one of the best um, remixes to that. Um, damn, what was this song? The wrong designer. Who was the other kid? Ah, oh, shit. LMA? Huh? Who, LMA? No, it was not LMA. Um. Uh. The song, I, the song is in my head. I couldn't think of the name of it right now. Cool. But he had like the, the dude had um uh, like Ringy officially was on the the remix, but um he was on he brought Riffraff out while he was on tour and they Riffraff do his version. Oh shit! I can't think of it. I I look it up. Okay, that's cool. Um. <laughs> Roof Raff is it was like Takashi before Takashi. Right. So I mean that's how I feel about that. But like I said, I love his music. I ain't say I love his music. <laughs> so that's what stream. I definitely want to listen to that short. Make sure y'all listen to the Uncle Short. Um a couple other things I'm definitely gonna check out. I gotta download download some more music. But now it's time for the show. It's time to Slow it down with Ari. Song of the week. What do you got for us, Ari? That made me. Made you. Um, that's my slow jam voice. Yeah. Slow well, jam. So today we're gonna be listening to Jesse J. Jesse J. Um, she's English singer and songwriter. Uh, born in London, and right now I guess for those who are more in the media scene, she's Channing Tatum. So. She sounds right. Um, but anyway, that's my song. Okay. Uh, the song is Queen. I see. It's a queen. So the way it's possible. Yeah. 
feministic shit um <laughs> more, more man hating rhymes that you know more. yeah yeah all right that was jesse j with um i'm a woman give me roar it's queen shit. shut up i don't fuck anyway such a hater, yo. <laughs> i'm a woman such a hater i have ovaries <laughs> it's like what i thought it was dope yeah dope yeah like the video was dope. She had like women of all sizes in that shit. She had like women of all ailments. I thought it was pretty dope. Sure. Hater. I'm just saying. I mean, it's better than what I play. I just play pop. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't ask me what to play know, some. I play. You won't let me pick anybody else but somebody new. Hey, no, you pop. pick something. Hey, that's why you do the segment. If I was in the way, you just hear a new macaroni song every week. 
That's why it's your what? segment. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Let's be clear. What's the I'll question, play G? Uh, What's the question? Oh, no. That question. Pressure. The nigga I was talking about, I couldn't remember the name oh, of the, yeah, yeah. his name or the name of his mom. I remember, yeah. That yeah. Riff it was fresher, John. Wait a minute. Okay. All right, so that's everything. Anything else we got to get out before we get out of here? Nope. Um, I think that's it. Uh, uh, I don't, I'm just telling y'all this because I told y'all last week. I did talk to Tia, the artist that does our covers, and she's feeling better, but she's still undergoing treatment. And uh, I thought about even having her call into the show, but nah. Um, I, Yeah, I thought better at that. Uh, But the covers will be back up. So we're working on that. Stop laughing, G. Um, <laughs> I think, and I think that's everything. Um, do all the social media and get out of here on a Sunday afternoon. Ari. H O N Y D. Um, Lady Ari Anderson. Facebook. Oh, and it's also. Or I be snapping a lot, but that's it. Okay. You got your damn social media. <laughs> <laughs> underscore G underscore L I on the Twitter, on the gram, uh, agr dot G on Snapchat, agr dot on Facebook. AGRHQS.com for all your AGR needs. And if you catch me on the planet, swear on Goodbye, sir. Slide your DMs. Uh, as far as me is concerned, I do this every week, right? As far as me. As far as I am concerned, I'm, of course, on everywhere, every social media platform. I just set up a page on a, uh, what's his name? Bureau. I don't know. Some new social. I don't use it. It says something. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> so it's all. Well, make sure you follow the page first. Follow um the the podcast Words with Wade on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, um everywhere. Words with Wade dot com. Uh, all our episodes are there. You can go check that out. We will have some new merchandise coming out soon. Ha-ha. Yes, ha ha. T shirts. Yeah. Coming soon. They be fly too. Make sure I buy. Um, wordswithwade.com, wordswithwade.com, wordswithwade.com. Make sure you check out uncutmagazine.net. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. That's it. Of course, I am the Wade Blog. T H E B L S. Wade is W A D. Y'all know my name. Right in the damn show. Words with Wade. Find us everywhere. Stop asking Ari where can you listen to the podcast at? We're everywhere. <laughs> Just Google Words with Wade. Stop sliding DMs. Yeah, stop sliding DMs trying to say you want to be on the show and you can't be on the show because you don't know fucking rules. Cocksucker. Listen to the fucking show first. Listen to the podcast. Right.
also artists we are getting your music that you email us i know a lot of y'all saying why i sent y'all a song we're getting them they're just trash no my fault listen we're getting them we're checking them out and we'll let y'all know i'm gonna start replying there because my thing is i'll get your, your email and i just kind of check it out and then do, do, do don't do nothing with it so I'll start replying to y'all and let y'all know we received them so y'all can stop asking, did I get your email? Yes, I got your email. It's a very thing that, like you said, it doesn't get brought up in conversation. It's not good. You can tell when you email somebody and they don't respond, they got that email, fam. <laughs> <laughs> they just not gonna respond. Um, Let's get, get out of here. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? All right, so let's do it. As always. As always. You may agree with what we said. Mm-hmm. You may not agree with what we said. Okay. But one thing you can agree with. What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next week, we catch you on the internet. Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade.